Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, when alien abductions go wrong. Now, I found this article from the Los Angeles Times by Jane Hulse and stated January 6, 1994. So it's quite an old article. It's titled, UFO Abduction, A Survivor's Grim Recollection. One man testifies to an eerie, frightening encounter in his youth. I know what it feels like to be raped, he says. And the article begins, He's 42, married with two kids, devoutly Christian, and holds a responsible job in the medical profession. And he believes that he was once beamed up to a spaceship in a flash of blue light by little gray aliens with big heads. He knows that sounds nutty. That's not why he doesn't use his real name when he talks about it. <clears throat> he doesn't want any grief at work. Call him Bill. I want to protect my kids, he said. Why him? He doesn't know, but his experience lends credence to the theory held by some UFO believers that aliens are abducting people to perform medical procedures on them. That is, if the abductions are real and plenty of skeptics contend that they aren't, Bill's story goes back to 1967 when he was camping with three teenage friends in Los Padres National Forest north of Santa Barbara during Easter vacation. They were bedded down in sleeping bags. When Bill awoke near dawn, only to find himself out of his sleeping bag and away from the campsite, his attention was instantly commanded by a bright, of, by a bright light in the sky with orange and blue lights flickering at its edges. He woke one of his friends. I pinched him to make sure he was awake, he said. Together they watched the strange object zoom back and forth across the sky before it was gone. <clears throat> well, this is strange. It says that he woke to find himself out of his sleeping bag, away from the campsite, and then it says he woke one of his friends. So, apparently, Bill, after this abduction, had found himself out in this field alone as a teenage boy, and finding himself there away from the others, went back to the campsite and woke one of his friends so that Frank could witness this UFO with him. It says, He woke one of his friends. I pinched him to make sure he was awake. He said, Together they watched the strange object zoom back and forth across the sky before it was gone. The boys cut their camping trip short that morning and went home. We decided not to talk about this again, he said. Over the years, he was troubled by weird dreams that left him sweaty, disoriented, and scared. He began reading books about UFOs. And I would just interject here and say, I just have to wonder if these dreams weren't further abductions, because this is the sort of thing that we hear from abductees all the time, is <clears throat> that they're abducted as a child, and apparently these abductees often, in my opinion, are abducted early and often. And I wonder if that's not what was going on with Bill. It says, finally, he underwent regressive hypnosis with Los Angeles hypnotherapist, Yvonne Smith, who specializes in abduction cases. The results were startling. He remembered four aliens who beamed him aboard in a moment so terrifying that he couldn't move and blacked out. Now, now listen here. This talks again about being beamed aboard. And sometimes we, we just hear these stories where people say, well, I was beamed up or I was lifted up. But we forget to actually <clears throat> think about what physically happened. I mean, these people are just, either they're lifted up 
from the sky, maybe through a tent, like this guy was lifted up. It doesn't say if he went through a tent or not, but he's just physically lifted up off the ground and moved. Uh, what's going on here is violating all physical laws of nature. Oftentimes we hear about these people moving up through a house. Well, if that happened, that means that they had to move through, you know, a couple of uh, floors in that house. They had to move through half inch, inch thick pieces of wood. It's it's bizarre sometimes how the abductees don't even really stop and think about the fact that their body just transcended through another piece of solid material. And that's kind of how it seems like with Bill. Just the act of the abduction itself is enough to set one back. It says he was taken aboard a chamber with a glass canopy that appeared to be an examining room. Some sort of instrument painfully probed his rectum and another collected semen from him. I know what it feels like for a woman to be raped, he said. As far as he knows, the abduction was a one-time thing. For that, he is glad. <clears throat> he would wish the experience on no one. I'm not making money out of this, he said, nor is it easy on his marriage. I can't talk to my wife about this. It drives her nuts. Bill's story is similar to those of about 60 people interviewed for the 1992 book Secret Life first-hand documented accounts of UFO abductions by UFO researcher David M. Jacobs. They underwent regressive hypnosis to recall their abductions. Jacobs theorizes that aliens are abducting people and subjecting them to invasive medical procedures to learn about the human body, especially the reproductive system. They want sperm and eggs from humans for their own breeding program, he surmises, which could result in human-alien hybrid beings. Now, we've heard about this from other abductees who actually have claimed to have witnessed human-alien hybrid beings aboard these ships, or whatever I guess you want to call these vehicles or interdimensional things that they've been abducted up to. Bill thinks that there might be something to the bizarre theory. His experience left him feeling like a rabbit in a, re in a research lab. He says, I didn't like it at all. That pretty much ends the article right there. You can see that the way that <clears throat> Bill was treated by these aliens, these gray aliens, and of course this goes back clear back to 1994, was not much different than the way that we might treat a lab animal here on Earth. I mean, his feelings were uh, inconsequential to these people. And you have to wonder um, why they don't just... Um, kill the humans. Now, some people think that it goes back to some sort of an agreement that the aliens made with President Eisenhower back many, many years ago, um, shortly after the Roswell incident. Who knows? That seems a little far-fetched to me. Perhaps it's some deep state organization that's actually in league with these things where they're allowed to only take so many humans. Maybe they're tracking these people over the course of their lifetime. I, thought, I found that it was interesting that he says that he described himself as a devout Christian and I have to wonder if Bill continued to experience um, alien abductions after he became a devout Christian. Frequently people talk about being abducted and a lot of people um, who were non-Christian uh, during these abductions, they have claimed that they've called out on the name of Jesus and the abductions have actually stopped. And that's had a profound effect on their uh, belief system. And, we're left a little bit in the dark here with this interview with Bill because the interviewer doesn't really seem to 
doesn't seem to be, I don't know, focused on that, or maybe the thought never crossed her mind, but it is interesting what kind of religious component or what sort of belief system, how it, how it works with these abductions. As you can see from this article, Bill was just simply terrified by these things. And keep in, keeping in mind, this article uh, was 26 years old, and the, the experience he had went clear back into the mid-60s. So we're talking about something that happened 50, 55 years ago. Long before, I think, even the greys, the notion of the grey aliens became um, real popular. It certainly wasn't a good experience for Bill. He certainly didn't seem to be left with the feeling that the aliens were there to help and that the aliens were there to do anything other than to just to use him as pretty much as a lab rat. And even after all those years, 25 years later, he was still seemed to me that he was frightened over the, over the whole experience and what had happened. Now, we don't know if these abductions are all done by the same types of ETs, NHEs, or whatever, but it's clear that a good percentage of these abductions are done by beings that really don't appear to show any empathy at all for people. And it seems as though the reason that they're not just killing these people is that there's something that's restraining them. Now, whether that is some sort of a contract they have with humankind, deep state, or whether it's some sort of a thing that transcends that and goes way beyond to perhaps some spiritual level, we don't know for sure. But the abductions do seem to be real, at least in the minds of these people. And so many of these people that we've seen come back, and there has been plenty of physical evidence as far as implants and injuries go. And even recently we talked about the fellow that had the iPhone turned on that showed that he had been lifted above his house. And it seems like as more and more people, you know, are wearing this um, tech stuff 24-7, whether it's the Fitbit watches or the Apple watches or some sort of Samsung thing, Samsung device that that measures their heart rate, uh, where they're at, their altitude, how they're moving, even recording the environment around them. And it seems like at some point we are going to probably get some pretty solid evidence of a of an alien abduction as it happens. Of course, plenty of people will try to debunk that, but I think that at some point we're going to get some pretty decent evidence that we're going to be able to pair along with possibly a, an implant. And it's my opinion that when it does come, it's probably not going to be anything that pretty. It's going to probably be something more of the stuff of nightmares and less the stuff of Space Brothers. But I found this article interesting. It was kind of a, almost like a tank time capsule of sorts written back in 1994. And even though it was a short article, I think it gave us a lot of insight into the kind of abduction experiences so many people that have been through this have had. Not a positive one at all, but still something we need to talk about. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.